0: Proverbs thirty and five is peer. Primitive root of peer is to fuse. When you fuse something, you're you're uniting parts. You're making something that was separate a whole. Pure also suggests something that is not contaminated, polluted, distorted. And finally, Pure has to do with that which is effective. If it's pure, it's going to bring forth a result. You don't have to wonder if it's going to to work. Don't have to wonder if it's going to complete a task. Don't have to wonder if it's going to come up short is going to produce a result because it's, it's pure. It's pure. And it's good to have something that's not contaminated. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want to eat something that's contaminated. You look at it and it just, it's a spot on there, just, just, everything looks good, but that spot. Remember back in the day, we used to have this apple tree in the back of the yard and and, and, um, be a real pretty apple that you're looking at on one side, but then you start to turn it. Before you went, Back then, you didn't take it and, and wash it off. You just had on a long sleeve shirt, you rub it real good. See, some of y'all acting like you don't know what I'm talking about, but some of y'all over 50, I know you do You wouldn't try to find no water hose. Oh, you just shine it up. That, it's clean now. But if you seen where a worm had and got in that apple, you just cut it out. You didn't have no knife. You bite it real quick. Spit it out. You wanted an apple, but you wasn't about to eat anything that was contaminated. You were looking for something pure now y'all understand what pure means (laughs) and when you consider the text notice the psalmist revealed that when it comes to God's word all of his word is pure and Breaking it down, when whether you're reading something in Genesis or Revelation, you got to understand that, that even though it may be talking about something different, all of it is fused. It's united. It's one. You can't separate God. God is one. And, and God even wants his folk. To be pure. (laughs) One. Wants his folks to be effective. Producing results. God didn't save you for you to still be a flunky. (laughs) Oh, come on now. He saved you and desires you to be productive in every aspect of your life. Not just doing good at the church, but outside the church. And God didn't create a body called the church for us to be separated, divided. That's the reason Jesus himself said a a house divided cannot stand in Matthew 12 and 25. He wants us, even though we're different, to be pure or to be fused. Wants us to be one. Wants us to think according to his word. Wants us to talk according to his word. Wants us to act according to his word. Wants us to be on the same page. But we have to be. We have to be pure. And, and the thing that makes us pure is God's word. Amen. Notice again, every word of God is pure. Every word. Now let's take this a little bit further. Let's go uh, to the book of Psalms and consider A verse in Psalm 12. That verse being the sixth verse. Psalm 12, verse 6. And keep in mind, Proverbs 30 and 5. Every word of the Lord is pure. Psalm 12 and 6. You know Psalm is right next to Proverbs. Just go back. Because I hear some of y'all still turn. It's right right there. Psalm 12 and 6. The words of the Lord are pure words. But notice the example uh, the psalmist uses. Like silver tried in a furnace of earth. Notice this. Purified sometimes. (laughs) Now God's word doesn't, doesn't have to go through seven stages of purification because God is pure and because God equates his word, his word is pure. John 1 and 1 in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. But notice again the illustration. He talks about how silver has to go through a process has to be put in that furnace seven times before it's, it's pure. And that's how the word is. Now, we have to be put in the fire more than seven times. Before we become pure. You know, we, we can't be like, see if I'm going to get in this fire seven times and I'm going to be all right. So, some of us, we, we can't even go by number of times. It takes years for some of us to get to the point to where we are producing results the way God ordained for us to produce results. And, and a lot of times we hinder ourselves. From producing results of becoming pure. A L- lot of times it can be that you're not pure because you're hanging with folks you have no business hanging with. A <laughs> lot of times you, you're not becoming pure the way God desires you to, to become pure. Because you put more emphasis on this, that and the other instead of the word of God because it's going to be the word of God that's ultimately going to make us pure that's the reason we just can't hear it we have to put it into action but again silver seven times you done got all that junk out walk or not so much after seven Walker still needed some more fire. Woo, you better put your name down. Trying to like you clean, trying to act like you ain't contaminating. Woo! Some of us been saved 20 years and still talking like we polluted. Mouth still polluted. Say 15 years and still complaining about something that shouldn't be an issue. Contaminated. Not pure. Even though you have been taught death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18 and 21. Still taught certain things because you're not pure in the manner you should be. So have to keep going through the process until you become pure. Pa- Paul just told, them, p- told the Corinthian church, point blank, something they needed to do that would help them in the process of becoming pure. He said, look, y'all just need to put away childish stuff. <laughs> Proverbs 13 and 11, y'all just need to put away, well, 1 Corinthians 13 and 11, y'all just need to put away childish Stuck and become grown, become mature, become pure. But let's go further. Let's go to Psalm 119. Y'all stay with me. I guess these words that I'm speaking thus far make you feel like you're in the fire. (laughs) They're cutting a little bit, but you ain't in the fire. This word is just helping us. Yes. Now, now notice this. this. This is just so powerful. Psalm 119. Uh, and we'll start at verse 140. Psalm 119. We'll start at verse 140. Now we need this understanding that the psalm, psalm has had. And you'll see why once I start reading it. Psalm said. Psalm has decreed. Your word is very pure. But then he says, Therefore your servant loves it. He says, I love it. I'm your servant. I love it. Your word is very pure. Everybody everybody does not have this testimony because they don't recognize the purity of God's word. They don't recognize how effective God's word is. And so they, they love other things more than they love God's word. You know, in certain magazines, ain't nobody got to tell women to pick up. I'm coming at you women. I said, in certain magazines, ain't nobody got to tell women to pick up. They're going to pick up that magazine. If they see it, they're going to just pick it up. But it's certain women that don't pick up their Bible until Sunday. Let me deal with the text now. Nobody has to tell certain men to prepare to look at Certain football games on Saturday. They know from Saturday to Saturday who's going to be playing. And so they already, look, I'm going to have to go ahead and do this today. Because Saturday, I'm going to be looking at the game. You're prepared during the week just so you can watch that game on Saturday. Oh, well, I, oh, excuse me. I, I am so sorry. So you can watch those games. I don't know why I, I, it was singular. Forgive me. God forbid if you just watch one game. You look at the one that's going to come on after lunch. And the one that's going to come on in prime time. <laughs> even know them to the point to where you know how to switch the channel to see you done became an expert at switching that channel. Let me go over here and see what they done. Maybe you got, what is it, PIP? pitcher in pitch? I don't know. But understand something. We have to be to the point to where we love God's word more than we love our favorite sports team. More than we love to look at certain magazines. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And that was his mindset. He said, your, your word is very pure. And then he turned around and said, your servant loved it. He, he was talking about himself, but letting God know, I'm your servant and I love your word. But, when, you, but when, he, when he said it was very pure, remember the definition that I gave you of pure. He knew that God's word was very effective. Very effective. I've heard folks that really don't understand prayer say prayer don't work. Yeah, it does. But but you got to know the purity of God's word to know how effective prayer is. There are folks that rob God and and get mad when folk talk about giving God tithes and offerings and say crazy stuff. like All they want is money. No. A genuine church wants you to know that you get benefits from giving what God told you to give. But if you are not pure you won't understand the effectiveness of the results you can get from giving God his tithes and offerings. You won't understand it. You'll fight it. You'll talk about it. You don't have to go to church every Sunday. You just always want to be in church. See, you don't know how how pure receiving the revealed word of God is. You have to get a revealed word when you understand scriptures like, like Romans 10, 14 through 17. 17 verse 8, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. But then verses 14 through 16 say, say in Paul, but how are they going to hear this without preacher. You have to get a revealed word just to be able to know how to live. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Romans 10 17 but then Romans 1 and 17 says for the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Is revealed. Comes from a preacher. Is revealed from faith to faith as it is written. The just, God's people, shall what? Live by faith. I got to get to church. Why? I got to know what I got to live. And not saying you can't get it from reading the word, but understand this. God is the one that used Paul to tell us. That the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And then, when it comes to that faith that is revealed, that's what the just children of God feel about. When you hear the word, you align your thoughts, your words, and your deeds with what you hear. But see, In the day and time that we're living in. People are being exposed. Because there are people that say they're Christians. But their thoughts, words, and deeds are based upon what's going on with the pandemic. Should we ignore the pandemic? No. But we don't allow the pandemic to control us. We know who is in charge. God. Let's go on. Let's go further. I'm still in Psalm 119. 140. I got to deal with that next verse. Verse 141. But notice again. Your word is very pure. Therefore your servant loves it. I am small. And despised. It's amazing how folks despise you because you're trying to do the right thing. But 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 even though he is despised, notice he closes out the verse by saying, "Yet I do not forget your precepts." As saved as you are, you still gonna have haters. Folk know you're sanctified, but they still don't like you. But you're going to stay sanctified even though they don't like you. Why is that? Because you know God's word is pure. And you love it. Lord, I'm saved. I thought the haters would fall off, but I done picked up more haters. But I still love your word. Woo, say to your neighbor, I still love his word. And some folk love to hear song, but they don't like to hear preaching like this. But when you're a true child of God, you like to hear it however God send it. If he sends it to cause you to leap for joy... Here I am, God. If he send it to cause you to turn in victory, here I am, Lord. And if he send it to step on all of your toes, and if you had an extra toe, to step on it too, you still love it. You just love the Word of God. If I'm talking about you, put your hand up and say, I just love the Word of God. I love to hear the Word of God. I'll ride in the rain just to hear the word of God. I'll come when folks telling me not to come just to hear the word of God. Somebody at the church acted like they didn't like me, but I'm going back to the same church because I love to hear the word of God. I just like to hear God's word. And say to your neighbor, I just can't hear it from everybody. Because everybody can't feed me. I said, Everybody can't feed. Am I talking about you? Every word of the Lord is pure. But notice. The shift in Proverbs 30 and 5. Same verse, but, but, it's, but it's like a shift. To the point to where if you don't notice, if, if you don't understand the verse, you'll think that, that he done completely forgot about what he started talking about. In the first part of the verse, and now he's talking about something else, but it's not a shift. Because remember again, when it comes to God's word and God himself, they're the same. I need to quote again uh, John 1, 1 and following. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Everything that was made was made by him or or the word. And without him was nothing made that was made. And then John 1 and 14 even tells us that that the word was so powerful that it became flesh. Flesh. God's so powerful he can touch he can touch anything or anybody and cause a real change his word is so powerful to where he can touch anything or anybody and cause a real change and if you had a mirror you could just look and say oh God Walker just told the truth because a real change happened to you. How many, how many of your own family couldn't believe that, that you had changed the way you changed until they, until they watched you for a while? And they, yeah, that boy done changed. i never forget this song that uh, Shirley Caesar made one time. And and she she was giving this little testimony about how her and her brother used to play church. But then one day, God got a hold to her brother. And she looked and said, he ain't playing today. He is not playing today. Because God had made a real change. And see, we have to understand that, that when, when God is in your life, when he has become your personal God, that's when you realize how real he is. It's one thing to read the scripture, but it's another thing when God starts touching you. When God starts doing for you what you know you couldn't do for yourself. Well, my former drug addict, sir, you know, some, some of us know what it is to have to get up every day and, and look for a high. And, and if necessary, rob somebody so you can get high. Even your own mama. I don't know how many times I hit mama's pocketbook. Oh, Lord, Walker. Lord, she in church today. See, my testimony is not that I had no $1,000 habit. My testimony is that I just wanted to get high every day. That mean if, if, if I could get me a bottle of, of uh, MD twenty twenty which was probably a dollar and thirty-seven cent back when I was getting high, that mean if I could get a dollar and thirty-seven cent out of her pocket or or did had laid his bill folder somewhere could get two or three dollars out of it or find it from somebody else, I was gonna get it. And of course there was the occasion of going to the store and just stealing it. Well, Reverend, I never expected that from you. I am so sorry. I am so sorry you didn't expect that. But then he touched me, and I found out what was written was real. Sing with some of us. Yeah. Folks ask you questions. How you know God real? You ain't never said. Cause he touched me. Yeah. Cause he changed me. Yeah. Cause he turned my mind. Turn my tongue. Turn my total. Yeah. But one of the things God did for me. for you the psalmist talks about it right here in the text and before I deal with it the, the psalmist talked about it but but sometimes as God's full, we forget that God will do this particular thing he ain't changed he still does it notice Notice he talks about how pure God's word is, and then he says, Proverbs 30 and 5, he is a shield. He's a shield. And when, and, and when he touches you, you know, man, God, God, real. He protected me. Man, even when we when you get saved, you look back at your life as a son of your man, God had his hand on me back. He real. Man, I couldn't stop doing the dope, but since I done got saved, I don't have to do that dope no more. You real. You protected me from myself. I was killing myself until you. you my shield. You're my protector. If it be true, just testify. I was messing up myself. And some of you you're talking about, like, look, I, I I I didn't do drugs. I didn't do none of that. What Rev Walker talking about, but you did something. I didn't do nothing. I've been a Christian all my life. Now, you were born in sin now. Now you probably went to church all your life, but 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 you and your look. thinking you right yourself you was a sinner now you was in the choir but you were still yeah you were you, you were still a sinner he protected me from myself and, and some folk would have messed you up if it hadn't been for God protecting you Some of your own family would have took advantage of you if it hadn't been for God protecting you. He's a shield. He's a shield. God is a shield. what he? Is? He's a shield. And we, we have to understand that, that he protects us in a way that nobody else can protect us. He protect us in a way that nobody else protects us because of, of his traits. Because of his characteristics, which are really not his characteristics. It's just who God is. I'm just going to talk about two. Now, n- number one, God is... Sovereign. Sovereign in one sense means that he has complete power. You hear what I mean? Complete power. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm just being real. I, I tried to quit using the dope. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I tried. I was tired of the dog lips. the nose bleeds I hated needles but if you wanted to get a quick high and a certain high you had to shoot yourself and it would just take you you understand what I'm saying But the only way you get that experience, you had to shoot. You couldn't smoke your way there. You had to shoot yourself in order to get a certain feeling, and what you feel becomes so addictive to where you you can't really explain it, but but it causes you to the point to where you're, you're willing to do what you need to do, or whatever, just to get that feeling. And then when you become sick, you're willing to do what you got to do in order to feel counter-normal, even though you're not normal. But, but God, I knew he was sovereign because what I had tried to stop doing and it, and it tried to get others to help me stop doing, God did it in one day. Well, he did it quicker in one day, but when I surrendered to him, God said, go and touched it. Since. do you know that's been 30 something years see if I went to an Alcoholics Anonymous group I would just mess them slap up cause I couldn't get up and say I'm still cause I know he done made me a new creation I know I'm living 2nd Corinthians 5 and 17 if anyone is in Christ I thought y'all were going to help me with that. He or she is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, everything is new. And some of you when I look at you Knowing your past You look new I know you are new But I know you couldn't change yourself On your own It took the sovereign God It took the one that has all power When Jesus defeated the enemy, he rose up and decreed all power has been given unto me. I read it, but then I experienced it. And folk will try you when you get saved. Walker, they say you're saved, man. We got this bow right here. And then i dried out and it's just right. I said, brother, I'm saved now. I said, I got, I got a different high now. I said, man, I got a high that won't mess me up now. What you mean you got a high that won't mess you up now? I got the Holy Ghost. I got that new wine living down on the inside of me that makes me happy without pulling on a joint, that makes me happy without shooting heroin, that makes me happy without drinking Jack Daniel. I got that new wine. How many got the new wine this morning? And it makes you feel good 24 Man, when I got the Holy Ghost, I said, man, I ain't never felt like this. <laughs> i never forget the priest said, what you mean? I said, man, I feel good. I said, man, I, said, I feel clean. <laughs> and I knew he was real. I knew he had all power. Some of you, you should still be shout because you knew it took some amazing power to turn you around. You were jacked. I might have some honey folk over here. How many over here, you know you were jacked up? It took some power to bring you up. You got somebody protecting you. That's sovereign. With complete power. That's i them to the point to where every bad report I have gotten. I never agree with it. Hey, doctor, give me bad reports. I, I, I just I just didn't know. No, that, that ain't me right. That ain't me right, doctor. God ain't through with me. God done told me that he was going to use me to do this, that, and the other. Based upon what you're saying, I ain't going to be able to do what God done called me. I know you lying because God told me I was going to do it. I can't die yet because God done... See, when God done told you something, no matter what kind of report somebody gives you, you know that you got a choice to believe what they're saying or to believe what God is saying. And some of us in here, we done made up in our mind that we're going to believe the report of the Lord. And I have had to tell professionals that. No, I ain't believe in your report. The building we're in right now, I had to tell a profession, I ain't believing in that. God just said he was going to do it. And you trying to tell? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> Doctor told me, he said, look, you're not thinking sensibly. I said, Doctor, have you ever read Romans 1 and 17? Not that I recall. I'm not a Bible scholar. <laughs> I say the verse closes out with talking about me. The just shall live by faith. I appreciate what you're telling me. But I'm on a different realm than what you're talking. I'm on a different level. I live by faith. And understand, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says that that I should not walk by sight. It been 20-something years ago when I got this report. And, And by the report, I'm not supposed to be here right man but say walk hill and he lies. L- listen to this. you have to understand our God is our protector, not no regular protector. No, He is our divine protector. And because he's sovereignty. Or because he's a sovereign, he protects us with complete power. He has power to do anything save fail. I, I believe I ain't going nowhere until it's my appointed time. I don't care what happened. Do you believe that? Now, and the only reason I can say that is because I know he protects me. He sent Moses in dangerous situations where normally folk would have got killed. But guess what? He didn't get killed because he was on divine assignment. How did God protect Moses from from Pharaoh and and from others that, that were out to kill him? With his complete power. He did it because he was soft. How in the world when all the babies were, were, were getting killed, how did Moses come out and end up in the man's house that had put out an order to kill all the children? How? Wealth, divine Protection. How in the world did did David, uh, a youth, teenager, go up against a champion, a man that had never been defeated? Nine feet tall, around that range, and pick up a stone. Get five smooth stones. string one hit a giant one time with a rock. Or a stone. One a stone. Rock stone. <laughs> and kill it. How? He had sovereignty. Of the sovereign behind him. And he said it even before he, he went to fight Goliath. He said, Look, the same God that delivered me from the lion and the bear. He's he going to be in this fight too. Yeah, he's he, he going to be in this fight. Come on. Come and see it. He's going to be in it. You got to understand, God... Protecting you. Some of you, I don't care what you're going through. You got, you got to know that God is protecting you. And he going to keep protecting you until he ready for you to come to the house. Listen, what put your clap. If you ever read Paul's testimony, Paul was left for dead. Numerous times. Left for dead. I mean, he had folks that, that, that actually said, he did and walked off. They left him because they thought, this man dead. We done, we done killed him. Let's go now. He had folks that wanted him dead to the point to where some even vowed, I ain't going to eat nothing until I kill him. Nothing, not even a piece of br- nothing until I kill Paul. Now you got folk ain't going to go eat until they kill you. Somebody looking for you. You hear me? Somebody looking for you. Because ain't too many folk gonna go no days without no meal, so they're gonna hurry up and try to find you. <laughs> How in the world did he make it through all that? God was his shield, his protector. But the second trait of our God, that is our shield. He, he's not only the sovereign. He's omniscient. Now, op- omniscient is twofold. It means that he knows everything. And get this, he sees everything. Even that stuff we don't want him to see. And don't try act like you never did. that. you didn't want nobody to see. <laughs> he sees everything. Now, 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 you know, God is awesome. Can, can you, he got all power, but then he see everything. You know how we have to be up close to see certain things? He ain't got to be up close. He can be a million miles away and still see it. You, you know how you, you have to be focused just, just to know certain things? You have to really focus and, and study. God don't have to do that. He sees all and he knows all. That this is who you have protecting you. This is who you have protecting you. This type of God is who you have protecting you. Lord have mercy, I got to close it. But how many understand this is who you have protecting you. He's sovereign, and he's a nation sees all, and he knows all. God is shield. I need to work with it a little bit more. I do. I need to work with it a little bit more. Let's go to Psalm ninety one to give you some scripture references. Let's go to Psalm ninety one. I'm 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 getting ready to close. Give me a few minutes. Appreciate that, brother. <laughs> Psalm ninety-one uh, all right. and four. I love this. He shall cover you with his feathers. And under his wings you shall take refuge. Re- refuge is shelter or protection. His truth shall be your shield and buckle. His word written and revealed shall be your shield and How you know it's gonna work out? Psalm 35 and 6. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. How you know you're gonna get what you want? Matthew 7, 7 and 8. Ask and it shall be given. Seek. You'll find. Not nah, it'll be open. For to everyone that has gonna get it. Seeks gonna find it. Not, nah, and ain't no door there. It's gonna be open. You gotta you gotta have truth embedded on the inside of you. When somebody tells you something gonna take you out, you gotta let them with his stripes. I am healed. Isaiah 53. Or you can pull Peter in. Because Peter looked back and said. With his stripes. We were healed. You got to have truth embedded in you. Why do you need to have truth embedded in you. In such a way. Because John 8.31 and 32 says. And you shall know the truth. And get this. The truth shall make you free. You know the truth will work on your condition from the inside out or from the outside in. It will do it either way. But truth will work on you. It, as long as truth is operating in you, whatever is trying to do you in, truth will start working from the inside out or from the outside in. Truth is a show of Truth is Jesus. Why? John 14 and 6 says, in part, Jesus is the way. Second thing, truth. He's the truth. Truth is awesome. Truth is not just a trait. Truth is God. And when you know truth or know God, it frees you. It frees you. It is hard for a disease to kill you when God let truth work on the inside of you. Truth will what? Make you free. That means something has to have you in order for truth to have to go to work for you. Truth will do what? Make you free. It's It's a different when folks say set free. No, make free. It's not just a release or setting free. It's a making free. What, what it suggests is that sometimes the thing that, that, that's, that truth is trying to free you from does not want to loose you. But truth is so powerful to where it makes that thing or that person let you go. Not a set free, but make you free. Drugs didn't want me to go. But truth said, you got to go. You can't hold him no longer. You Feeling, you got to go. He can't feel like that no more. Disease on the inside. Yeah, no, he ain't dying now. He got too much to do for God. You got to go right now. But how did it happen? Truth makes you free. But again, going back to, to the text or going, or going back to Psalm. Truth is a shield. Basically saying the same thing as Proverbs 35. God is our shield. How many of you, you know God is your shield? We need to take a little further. Let's go to Psalm 3. Y'all say with me. I'm almost done. Psalm 3. Okay, notice, notice what Psalm 3 says. You there? Lord oh, embers. Verse three. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me. Notice this. My glory and the one who does what? Now notice he talks about what the shield does for him. Again. You, O Lord, are a shield for me. You're my glory. You're my glory. He uses the Hebrew word kabod, which has to do with weight. But kabod not only has to do with weight or power. The psalmist was saying that my power comes from God. But kabul not only represents weight of power, it represents triumph a victory. You are my glory. You are my glory. You are my strength. You are the one that's going to give me triumph or the victory. But how does he give the victory? According to 1 John 5 and 4, the victory comes from God because of our faith or our trust. The victory that overcomes the world is even our faith. That's what John said in 1 John 5 and 4. We overcome, we get the victory. God's glory is revealed. Because of our faith. You are my glory, but then notice he goes further. Y'all got to stay with me. Psalm 3 and 3. You are my glory and the one who lifts up my head. My head, my mind. You are the one that influences my choices, my life. You are the one. You you exalt my mind. See, in order for us to become what we're not, a transformation has to take place. But it has to be divine. That's the reason we we get from Paul two very powerful scriptures in reference to the mind. In the book of Romans 12 and 2, He talks about be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove or know what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. But then in Philippians 2 and 5, he he tells us, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus. Christ, the anointed one. Jesus, the Savior. Represents his his glory. His glory was revealed as the Christ. The anointed one. That's how God showed his, his strength. His power. That's how God gave all of us the triumph. Through Christ. Goes back to Psalm 3 and 3. But notice again when it comes to God being our shield, when it comes to Him being our protector, is based upon our faith. Our trust. Last thing. Go back to Proverbs thirty and five. Every word of God is pure. It was a shield to those, but notice, who put their trust of faith in him. They put it there. No, they, they put it there. But if you put it there, based upon Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 in part, you're not leaning to your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your what? Now, Now notice this. If you don't lean to your own understanding, that means you have become mature and wise enough to know who you should prefer, favor, or choose over yourself. And everybody else. If I'm not. If I'm trusting God with all of my heart. And not leaning to my own understanding. That means I put God above myself. In thought. Word. And deed. I'm not leaning to my own understanding. Because if I'm leaning to my own understanding. It's going to be evident in what I say. And what I do. If I'm not leaning to my own understanding and, and see internet has messed us up because internet makes us depend on it sometimes more than we do God. Internet tries to give you a quick solution. But sometimes that, that quick solution when it's in contrast to the, to the word of God can mess you up. Can cause an effect that you don't need in your life. How many of them still understand? I have to put my trust in him. Therefore, I'm not going to lean to my own what? Amen. Lord, I favor you, not me. Lord, the doctor just told me some disturbing news. But I'm, but I'm favoring what you said in Isaiah 53 instead of what he's say Lord they just told me that this affliction is not going to go away that's what they told me Lord but I prefer what you told me in Psalm 34 and 19 many of the afflictions of the righteous but you're going to deliver me out of every single one you, you, you got you. when you don't lean to your own understanding that means you don't put your trust in God and you know, putting your trust in him, he's going to be your shield. He's going to divinely protect you. I said a lot, but I hope you understand most of what I said. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. I'm done. Well, I'm not done, but I'm going to stop right there. Show of hands. How many believe?